Hello. Before we jump into the show, we need to shout out our awesome new sponsor, Marquee TV. Man, I was so excited when we got the news about the sponsor. You all might remember from a few weeks ago that I talked about my new Shakespeare project where I'm learning everything I can about Macbeth. It felt like we said the name Shakespeare out loud and the marquee people appeared and said, (laughs) we gotcha. It really did. Yeah. In case you're not familiar, Marquee TV is a streaming service. They have theater, ballet, opera, documentaries. There's a bunch of behind the scenes content of productions. Basically, it's a fun way to nerd out about the arts. Yeah, it's a streaming service that will take you to the best theaters in the world from the comfort of your own sofa. I've already added so many things to our watch list. Did you know there's a ballet based on the works of Beatrix Potter? I did. They've got a little preview video of somebody dancing around in a rabbit costume. Peter Rabbit doing ballet. (laughs) I also added a few hip-hop dance shows just to balance out the dancing bunnies. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hopra. That's what they call it. They do. It's so fun. Mozart's Requiem from the London Philharmonic Orchestra and a bunch of Shakespeare plays, including Richard II starring my pretend best friend, David Tennant. And Judy Dench talking about her long relationship with Shakespeare in a master class. Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Sure. But David Tennant. Yeah, that's quite a battle there. Okay. There's a special deal for our listeners. Marquee TV is offering three months of their service for 99 cents. You get three months of all of this good stuff for 99 cents yeah. with the code SSOP. That cost seems absurdly low to me. Like first, I expected it to be much higher given the quality of the content, but also 99 cents. You, you can't park next to a theater for 99 cents. Accurate. Also, if you watch Marquee TV, you get to see these shows maybe wearing your pajamas and hanging out with your cat yeah. or your dog. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of indulge your own curiosity. You can see all the performances of Hamlet or maybe the first 15 minutes of all of the performances of Hamlet, and you don't have to rope your friends and family into all of that. Or you could watch Richard II over and over and over and over. <laughs> What's the best angle for David Tennant in Richard II? Trick question. All of them. <laughs> anyway, You definitely need to explore the website because there is a ton of really fun, fascinating, engaging stuff on there. I went in specifically looking for Shakespeare and I found a ton of other things I wanted to watch. Yeah. You can keep up with what they're doing on social media at Marquee Arts TV. You can visit their website at marquee.tv. That's marquee.tv to get three months of their service for just 99 cents with the promo code SSOP. Bring the arts home with Marquee TV. And now the show. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of the Appleseed Podcast. This season, imagine this, a crackling fire, a mug of cocoa, and family gathered around a great story. All you need is the fire and the cocoa. We'll take care of the stories. Join us in every episode of the Appleseed Podcast for folk tales, fairy tales, family stories, tall tales, and more, shared by some of the country's most beloved storytellers, and just right for gathering around. Make it a Christmas season to remember with the Appleseed Podcast. Find the Appleseed wherever you get your podcasts. A YA homage to Murder, She Wrote. A true story about four reporters and the start of World War II. Plus, our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. I just started reading the YA murder mystery Pretty Dead Queens by Alexa Dawn, 
and it's really fun. Our heroine, Cecilia, is just shy of her 18th birthday, and she has just attended her sixth funeral. Mm. She's lost pets, her grandfather, a chemistry teacher, and most recently, and most tragically, her mom. Oh. After the funeral, she's shipped off to Seaview, a small seaside town in Northern California, to live with her estranged grandmother. Okay. In a creepy Victorian mansion. Oh. This is a dream scenario for a book and a nightmare for real life. Sure. On page two, Cecilia says, I look up the grand staircase to the landing where Mrs. Danvers is surely waiting. That is a cheeky reference to Daphne du Maurier's gothic novel, Rebecca, and it hooked me. (laughs) Okay. If that's not enough, the mansion has a dumbwaiter, a family burial plot, and a clawfoot tub. Oh. I almost forgot the best part. Cecilia's grandmother is the best-selling author of mystery novels. Oh. Her most famous book was inspired by the murder of the homecoming queen back in 1970. Just as Cecilia is settling in at Seaview High, the new homecoming queen is murdered. By her grandmother? (laughs) No, not by her grandmother. Alexa Don has written three other well-received books, including Brightly Burning. That one is a sci-fi retelling of Jane Eyre, set aboard a spacecraft called the Rochester. Of course, I read it. Yeah, how was it? It was great. It was really clever. And I'm pretty excited to see how she lands this one. I like the way she kind of takes on different tropes and genres. She's described this book as a love letter to murder, she wrote. That is Pretty Dead Queens by Alexa Don. My book has been out for a bit, but I'm still excited about it. It's called Last Call at the Hotel Imperial, The Reporters Who Took on a World at War by Deborah Cohen. This is a book about four reporters, three men, one woman, covering Europe in the 20s and 30s. These people interviewed Hitler and Mussolini and Gandhi back when those men were mostly unknown in the U.S. Wow. Can you imagine? No, I mean, I kind of wonder, like... What did they feel when they were interviewing them? Was there a spidey sense tingling? Right. Did they just think they were interesting people? Yeah. I mean, they were talking to Hitler when Hitler was largely considered to be a joke by people. Mm. Yeah. We see how that turns out. Yes. These reporters had front row seats to the end of World War I and the beginning of World War II. They saw changes that would echo through the next century, and they were bigger than life. They were... Hard-working and hard-drinking, opinionated, argumentative. They had their own stories. I imagine a lot of cigarette smoking. I would imagine that, too. They documented their lives. They kept journals and photos, and later they'd go on to write books about their experiences during that time and after. And then Deborah Cohen comes along. She is a historian and an academic. She's a chair at the History Department of Northwestern University, but she's also a storyteller, right? She knows how to engage. And she takes all of this great stuff about these four reporters, their books and notes and the stuff they left to libraries, and she turns that into something that feels like a novel about four people going through the end of the world as they know it. That sounds amazing. Right? Uh, Last Call has gotten great reviews from places like The New Yorker and The Wall Street Journal and The Chicago Tribune. If you like the kind of thing that Eric Larson does, you might enjoy this. It's Last Call at the Hotel Imperial, The Reporters Who Took on a World at War by Deborah Cohen. And now our distraction of the week. The name Louise Penny is probably familiar to most of our listeners. 
She's the author of the Inspector Gamash series. Exactly. Yeah. And those murder mystery books, there are 17 of them so far, are set in the fictional Quebec village of Three Pines. Beautiful and filled with murder. Exactly. It's pretty much the ideal of a quaint, cozy town. Yeah. There's a bistro and a bed and breakfast. There's a bookshop, a bakery. It's surrounded by forests, so you can go hiking. And as you mentioned, it has a very high rate of intrigue and murder. Just how we like our small towns here. Yeah. (laughs) Although Three Pines is an imaginary place, it's based on the real eastern townships of Quebec. So you can almost visit Three Pines in real life. Let's talk about Inspector Gamache. Okay. He's the polar opposite of the rumpled, broken-down detective with a heart of gold. He does have a heart of gold, but it's wrapped inside a body filled with compassion and a calming sense of decorum. This is not a man who raises his voice to make a point. He's patient, he's thoughtful, he's generous with praise, and everyone always remarks on how he smells like sandalwood. This is the kind of man you want giving you life advice, and if tragedy should somehow come your way, you'd want him to investigate. This book series has sold more than 10 million copies in North America alone. Wow. And has been translated into 29 languages. Good for Louise Penny. Right? And I feel like it's all down to Gamache, or more accurately, Louise Penny speaking through Gamache. Which brings me to the newish free newsletter, Notes from Three Pines. Every week, various writers contribute essays on different themes associated with the books. And a surprise to me is that there's also some really sweet fan art, too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The first installment was written by Amy Tector. She's the author of the book The Foulest Things. That's a thriller. It just came out a few weeks ago. And it's set in Canada's National Archive, which seems like another book our audience would be interested in. We don't have time to talk about that anymore now. (laughs) Continuing on with the newsletter. Right. Amy is originally from the Eastern Townships, and her essay was this really moving, personal approach to how the first Gamash book, which is called Still Life, helped her feel connected to home when she was far away. Really, really nice writing, very relatable. Other newsletters have explored queer guilt, fine art and science, and human connection, all through the lens of Louise Penny's books. That's a fun way to look at an author by checking out individual facets of their writing. I feel like it's kind of the way people approach classic literature, but using this lens on... Pop fiction. Yes. Yeah. And it works really well because Louise Penny's writing has a lot of layers to it. I'm very excited about next week because my essay is going to be published in the newsletter. It's all about how much I enjoy traveling abroad with Gamache when Louise Penny takes him out of Three Pines. Right. She's very good at creating a strong sense of place. So I feel like I've seen Quebec City, even though I've never been there. Right. And she has a real knack for making the murder mystery grow out of that specific place. It could only happen there. It's really fun. If you think murder is fun. (laughs) The newsletter is free, which is great. And will only be around for a short time, which is also great if you're worried about clogging up your inbox. The new Gamash novel is called A World of Curiosities, and it will be out on November 29th. So the newsletter will continue for just a brief time after that book comes out. And then, like all good things must, it will come to an end. Whether you're a longtime fan of the series or haven't been introduced to Gamash yet, you'll enjoy this newsletter, I think. 
because it gets to the heart of why we read, to connect with great characters, to escape our everyday lives for a little while, and to better understand the world around us. So you recommend the series itself, the Louise Penny Inspector Gamache series? 100%. And then this newsletter as well. Absolutely. And they all go together in a nice, crispy, crunchy layer of chocolate and peanut butter. Yes. Now I want to Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> Visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for links to more about Notes from Three Pines and for additional details about the books we discussed. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.